0: Once just friends, peaceful movie watching beings. But then came the idea of a podcast that fought for franchises and the friends that dreamt of watching each and every sequel. With endless time and determination, the creation of sequel rights was all but certain. in the year 2023, one franchise released a sequel, which would change our podcast's fate. Robots in Disguise Our hope for a good movie. that vanished.
1: To a brand new episode of sequel rights the podcast where we take a look at the franchises that make you go they made how
2: many of those
1: and we give each and every sequel a fair trial my name is justin camps and i'm here with elizabeth helley and Aunt- Tyler Hymanson. oh <laughs> thanks for being here again this week as we continue our way to transformers rise of the beast uh rise of the what? beasts.
3: Oh, on the way, we march to that. Yeah. The beast. Oh, We make it. our yes. way
1: to Transformers: Rise of the Beasts. Uh, that comes out in June. Jeez, you really? I got confused. <laughs> I'm not the one who's made the joke about the Mark of the Beast. Okay, <laughs> right. <laughs> oh man! And this week we're talking about Transformers: Dark of the Moon, mm. which is super confusing. Uh, don't it's not Dark Side of the Moon, even though they say that a million times in the movie. It's just Dark of the Moon. And with us today is special guest friend of the show, Brendan Donnelly.
4: Hi. How's it hey. going? Hey, thanks for being here. Pleasure to be here. Yes, they get uh how it's the the name of the game is how close can you get to saying dark side of the moon? Yeah. Without yeah. saying dark side of
1: dark the moon. Dark of the moon. moon. Dark of the moon. Confusing. Um anyways, thank you guys all for being here. I can't wait to dive into this one. Um, but before we get too far, Elus, where can people reach out to us?
3: Send us an email to sqlrights at gmail.com or reach out on social media. We're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and
2: YouTube at Rights. And repost our Instagrams to TikTok uh, <laughs> so we can reach the youths. Uh, no, uh, rate and review us wherever you're listening. Follow us on Spotify. Uh, every little bit helps to help us grow our audience and find everybody. We've gotten some new listeners through this series, and we're excited about that. Welcome.
1: That's right. And I know we, we have Brendan here, but you guys, uh, I don't know if you've been checking out our previous episodes, but you might have heard another special guest that we've been having at the start of each episode. Optimus Prime himself coming in to give us a little intro. Um, just to be clear, uh, this is like an AI voice thing and a, <laughs> we, we don't have any permission with anyone to use it. We're just doing it for fun. We're not making any money off it or nothing. We're just, it's fun times. Um, I just thought it was funny to hear, uh, you know, One, hear Optimus Prime say our voices, (laughs) or say our names, sorry. Uh, And then uh, two, to hear him say sequel rights, which is pretty great. Uh, So I hope you guys have been enjoying those. I definitely have fun (laughs) taking way too much time to put them together. Um, But without further ado, let's get into it. Transformers Dark of the Moon.
3: Our entire space race of the 1960s was in response to an event.
4: Seen here we'll do time for treason
0: everything humans know of our planet we were told had been shared you lied to us you've made a grave mistake
1: All right, You know, when I'm putting together these, like I, I cut together the trailers, I normally just like listen to the beginning and cut it off where I think would make sense. But I was like watching this trailer. And then I remembered like when this came out, I was like, this trailer was freaking awesome. And it still is really good. And so I was like, it's a cut, really good trailer. I was like watching it multiple times. Like, damn, I was hyped for this movie when it came out. <laughs> um, and uh, I definitely
2: saw it in theaters. <laughs> I'm, I think we saw it in theaters. I
1: think we did because it would have been, yeah, Aww. it was 2011? Yeah, I, de- we, I think this, we did. No, this
2: would have been a 3D movie, in uh, IMAX. As, you, as you can tell as you're watching through this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> So we probably saw it at the old Chinese theater. The,
1: the Blu-ray that I have has like one of those lenticular covers because it is like a, it's the limited 3D edition that has like six Blu-rays in it. And one of them is one I can't even watch because it's in 3D. Oh, like if you had a
3: 3D TV. <laughs>
1: yeah. I was like, should I bust out my VR headset and like watch it in 3D? But Does that work? It does. Yeah. Oh. With the PSVR one, the original one, you can. Nice. It's it like a little VR headset. Screen in there. It's cool. Okay. But But uh, too much work. Too much yeah. work. Yeah. I don't got time for that. Um, Eliz, we know that uh, this is your first time seeing this. It is, yeah. But Brandon, what
4: about you? Um, so yeah, this is actually one of the Transformers movies that I, for some reason, have seen multiple times. Oh, uh, but at the same time, I have not seen the previous one. Oh, So i okay. a really unique situation of having seen this movie like at least three or four times, and then. Huh. Never, not once have I seen. Did you it did you see one. it in theaters? I did. I absolutely saw it in theaters. It was definitely like I was in high school and it, other friends of mine wanted to go see it. I did not care. I could not. I, <laughs> yeah. I could not have. You cared were like less Optimus, who? Movie. Yeah. I no, Like I saw the first Transformers, and I was like, that right. was good. And then the second, I saw like the second one came out, and I was like, I, that looks terrible. I don't want to see that. <laughs> and so I don't. Yeah. But um. Yeah.
1: Nice. One of the reasons, I mean, we're friends with uh, Brendan, but one of the reasons we wanted to have him on, too, is because he recently moved out to L.A. from Chicago, and this mm-hmm. is infamously a very big Chicago movie. Yeah. Even, even though Eli's texted me like... I know. I texted Justin like three quarters of the way through the movie because I You're thought like- that
3: the final battle was, like, going to be D.C., and so I was like, Justin, are you sure that you were, like, you got the right movie, and we invited Brendan and everything? Like, because, like... I'm pretty sure this movie doesn't take place in Chicago. And he's like, it does. And then like, finally, like, Ten minutes after I said
1: that, then it was like,
3: hey, "We got to go to Chicago." Yeah.
4: Yeah.
1: Well, it's funny. Like, there's stuff throughout the movie that's shot in Chicago, but like, there definitely is like not till the very end that it Even comes up like Chicago. Yeah, yeah they're
4: in DC for the first two hours of the movie, but right. every skyline shot that you yeah, see yeah is exactly. <laughs> I'm like, yep. yep, there's the building. Yep. I don't know. Some of those helicopter rides between DC and Chicago were too, too fast. my yep. opinion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and yeah.
3: they go all the way down <laughs> to like Florida, right? They go to the Space yeah. Center, yeah, and then uh, and then they go to uh, Gary. Indiana for Chernobyl.
1: Oh.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and they're they're also in Milwaukee for the Art Museum. Mm-hmm. Mm. Which just, I'm like, of course it's a super villain lair. Look at it. I mean, Oh, is that on. what that is? Yeah, that's, that, oh, the yacht, okay.
4: the yacht. Space Mountain. It's a, it's a like a,
1: park. yeah, that crazy, like, what is it called? The yacht? I, I don't remember what the name of I it is. I just but, thought
4: it looked like a yacht.
1: Oh, yeah. Building. Yeah. It's like just, <laughs> it's like, it's an art museum in Milwaukee, like right on the. Okay. Uh, the yeah. Shia
3: thing. calls it Space Mountain, which I was like, <laughs> <laughs> good one, Shia. Yeah, nice <laughs> you got him
1: good. <laughs> it's, it's a really impressive building. Um, but, uh, let's, uh, talk about the start of the movie. Uh, you know, as the, as they do, they start off with the big old Optimus speech, right? But I think for the first time we get to see Cybertron. Is that true? Yes, I think so. Yeah, so we get to see a little bit of the uh the big backstory of the war uh between the Decepticons and Autobots.
3: A very Krypton esque situation. They're sending off yes. a ship, the but Ark. instead of sending a baby. They send sending. the top
1: guy. They send Leonard They're Nimoy. They're sending Leonard <laughs> Nimoy.
4: <Yeah>. Holy shit, <laughs> Spock himself! I was just IMD being that a minute ago. Yeah. I was like, yeah, the whole time I was watching, it, I was like, "I know that voice. I know that voice. I yeah. use that voice."
1: He's trying to out, so out gravitas cool. uh, Peter Cullen the entire movie.
2: It's pretty great. They're yeah. hamming it up.
1: I'm like, his voice is awesome. Like, I, I, uh, I, I have a couple. Um, you know, now that we're talking about his voice, I really love the way he says machines in this clip here.
0: On Cybertron, we were gods. And here, they call us machines. <laughs> Let the humans serve us or perish. I'm machines. like, <laughs> his,
1: his voice sounds just like so like Crowley, rawr, gravelly, gravelly, yeah. And it's just great. I love it. I love it. Yeah, we could only peace. sound that cool when we're old.
3: Yeah. Um. So we get a bunch of... Archival footage revealing that the moon landing was not fake, but I had an extra
4: knew it part. They had yeah, there was this whole other thing going on. It wasn't about exploration or about you know no. advancing humanity. It was about no, that there was some some really cool shit that the government wanted to get its hand on, and that's what started the space race. Yeah, it's, it's cool. So to- I gotta
2: admit. <laughs> This part's still cool. It's pretty cool.
1: I mean, I
4: thought it was cool that they found that real footage of JFK
1: talking about the transition. Yeah. <laughs> so I think last
3: last movie, I complained like keep Obama's name out your mother f'n mouth or whatever. Yeah. Uh, that was ve- to see yes. That was yeah, that was premature because this time we see like we the see worst, a really bad deep fake Kennedy. Yeah. Obama. yeah. Kennedy. We see an Obama like mixed with real footage. Obama body double situation. Yeah, you see him in the
4: background, and you're like, yeah. that's definitely just yeah. some dude. And the soundbite the sound they get of Obama is him going, thanks, man. Great job. Yeah. Give <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> it up. Which, like, I cannot believe that the... President and the government agree to this crap.
1: Like it's
0: just
2: <laughs> so bad. Hey, that's I hate what it.
1: you know. When your movie's coming out over Fourth of July weekend, you can do whatever you want.
2: Really hate it. <laughs> and, you're t- and, you're, and the government's giving like a fuck ton of money over to this movie.
1: Yeah, they sure did. <laughs> oh I know, you, Tyler. You were like, oh, uh, I started watching the movie, and you're like, uh, the, the military is introduced within the first like five <laughs> <laughs> minutes.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, I count, it's like two and a half minutes, and then oh, we're talking about the military yeah. again.
3: Yeah, wait. So. And then later we get the actual Buzz Aldrin. Okay. like There's there's this whole thing about how Neil Armstrong went to USC and Buzz Aldrin went to UCLA. So they always try to be like, well, we have Buzz Aldrin. And we're like, well, yeah, well, he was the second guy. So who cares? (laughs) And then also I'm like, if I were having those arguments now, I'd be like... And also, Buzz Aldrin was in Transformers 3 as himself. So, argument over. Neil Armstrong is the
1: superior astronaut. Okay.
2: Although, I feel like this is around the time where he was showing up in a lot of stuff. Like, he shows up in that 30 Rock episode.
1: Oh, yeah. I love he that, that he... Uh, I walked
2: on you. The
1: the <laughs> shots of him on the set, you know, it just makes it seem like... They were like, yeah, 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 Buzz, there's gonna be a giant robot up there. Just look at it. And he's just looking like...
2: Wow. I hope he got to bring his grandkids wow. or something. Yeah. You know? <laughs> he looks love, like he's not selling it. He's not selling it. I just love I'm how much, not even going to much... make a joke about how Buzz knows where his eye lines are from Stanley Kubrick, but
4: <laughs> I was tempted. <laughs> Optimus Prime has so much reverence for humans and human history. I know. He's, I don't know he, why. He buzz altered. He's like, the honor is all mine. <laughs> he turns on a dime, too. He's I know. Like, these
2: motherfuckers, you don't know what we're talking about. And he's like, but this old man,
1: I Yeah, care he's like angry. So
4: he's pissed off like 30 <laughs> seconds before this. And then he's like, oh, Buzz Aldrin. Oh.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it is really
1: interesting. Like, why? What is it about Optimus that make him made him come to Earth and be like, we must protect the
4: humans? I know.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah, they treat him so badly every yeah. single time. Well, uh, he also he seems like there's a little uh, Autobot baby somewhere. <laughs> yeah. you knows. (laughs)
4: that would be a superman arc he has
1: so much yeah he has so much reverence for life and then like in the very next scene he's like
0: die decepticon (laughs) piece of shit
1: (laughs) i mean that's basically what he says like multiple times as he's ripping people's hearts out and
2: eviscerates them it is is totally time to die
1: i do think some of the deaths were like more intense in the last one than this one but hey you know
2: this movie's violent this movie's violent shit. it's pretty violent our government show shul... blood
3: yes it's <laughs> <Yes. laughs> true our government show this time is um francis mcdormand yeah. very very comfortably pre francis assance uh yes. this is like pre-moonrise kingdom <laughs> yeah. pre-billboards pre-everything yeah. like she's clearly having a not a moment <laughs> at this time <laughs> and um now she has multiple Academy Awards, uh, or no, she did already. But now she has even more. And um, but you know, it's like I've seen her poop in a bucket on screen, but this <laughs> yeah. movie is more humiliating. Yeah,
1: I was just like, Damn. I was like, man, I uh, I remembered that Patrick Dempsey was in this, but there were people like her, her character that I was like, I totally forgot. Like, how, why is she, how is she in this movie? Like, what? Yeah, yeah. there are crimes
2: about- done against people that I I love in this movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so many
4: famous people. In this yeah movie. and
2: I'm like what
4: Alan her, Tudyk is hour. in this
2: movie Alan
3: like, Tudyk oh my god and then Keiko Jaina yeah. uh, is her um, assistant I don't think she says a single yeah. word like the entire time she, she just ha- stands there
1: she has that awkward look when uh, they talk about uh, John Turturro talks about like her butt looking nice yeah I also <laughs>
3: felt <laughs> awkward when John Turturro spoke in a sexual way toward <laughs> Francis McDormand spoke
1: every single word in this movie yeah
2: yeah <laughs> You don't Which is oh, also Jesus. weird, too, because, like, that is the wife of John Turturro's like one of his best friends, one of the Coen brothers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the more of and I know and I know he's
3: going to continue to be in these movies, but like, I didn't really know much about John Turturro like I mean I've seen Severance and I was like wow he's so great in Severance oh, yeah. like what a great <laughs> performance and now I'm just like wow I actually hate him.
2: <laughs>
1: hey he's oh, got uh, he's, he's got different facts. He's
4: laughing all the way to the
2: bank. I mean good yeah, for hey, him yeah. but- go, go he's good in the, the
4: Batman Some Miller's yeah.
2: Crossing and would- some Barton Fink. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Big Lebowski
4: yeah. is what I
2: know. Yeah, yeah
4: yeah. Oh the Batman yeah. Yeah he's
2: in the he Batman. Good, yeah he's got he's got he's a- in Darkman. He
1: does different things. He got Darkman. A range.
2: He was in Darkman?
3: Yeah. Oh well, so was Francis, obviously.
1: Yeah.
3: Yep. Yeah. Um, Okay, so Megan Fox is gone.
1: R.I.P. What happened? <laughs>
0: and
4: and since Michael I Bay since I didn't see the, the first writer, sorry, go ahead. sorry. Since I didn't see the second movie, what what happened? Did they they
1: were in love. They said, "I love you." It did. Um,
3: That's what happened. We've thrown out a lot of accusations toward Michael Bay, so I just (laughs) want to like correct the record, because I actually did go and look all of this up, because I was like, we're just saying things, and we don't actually know. (laughs) So here's what actually happened. There was a narrative that Michael Bay had creeped on her and fired her for some reason, and that was kind of like a big narrative, but she has since come out and explained the entire thing um obviously they work together again later for ninja turtles Mm -hmm. and everything is totally cool between the two of them um she says he never ever sexually exploited her or creeped on her or anything like that um i didn't i don't remember talking about this when we saw bad boys 2 but she's in bad boys 2 as an extra in like a a dance club or a strip club kind of scene um, she was only 15 years old but she's like dancing sexy under a fountain oh boy. and she's like wet but it's only in the movie for like a split second like you can't even see it you can't even tell it's her <laughs> <coughs> But she was there as a background actor and she made extra money because she had to get under the fountain or whatever. So that's how she first met Michael Bay. But she said he never did anything untoward uh, to her or anything like that. Apparently, she had said in some interviews she had made some um, poorly... Um, Poor decision jokes comparing him to Adolf Hitler in his filming style, like that it was very, uh, um, un, strict. you know, unflexible, strict <laughs> right. and, and difficult and long days. And, you know, they were hard on her. And so she had called him that. Steven Spielberg and his people were like, you can't be making Hitler jokes because <laughs> I'm the Make president Sandra. of the Shoah Foundation and the, and, you know, the, you know, most, biggest Hollywood authority on the Holocaust, so no Hitler jokes, please. (laughs) And they asked her to apologize for that comment. And I guess she has since said, you know what, I was 20 years old. I didn't want to apologize. I was annoyed that they were trying to... "Quote unquote," silenced me, and I was being a little brat, and
4: I would refuse to apologize, and I just quit the movie myself, Dang. and so that is apparently was, what happened. She was also like on top of the world still at
3: this. Yeah, scene. and so she was just kind of like peace, and you know, got out of the movie, but this part still was pretty much written for her. The plot was going to be mostly the same with her boss being makes evil, sense. which I think really would have been cool and good. Mm-hmm. Like, instead you have to make this whole Obama thing where Shia meets this British girl or whatever, you know, and gets with her. But the I feel like the <laughs> female character storyline would have been really cool if it had been her.
4: Yeah, if we cared about the yeah. female character yes. in the movie It makes yeah.
3: sense that she would have a job like in a <laughs> museum for cars and yeah. that, you know, she, yep. like, And then it would have been a really cool, you know, twist for her to be like, oh, my God, I thought you hired me for my skills and you would just hired me because my boyfriend is this guy with the Transformers. That would have been an interesting character arc for her to come to terms with. But um, too bad.
1: Nope. Instead, we get the Duchess.
4: The Duchess, which is uh, Mister Inappropriate, yeah. Super awkward moment in the movie. Um,
3: yeah, rope. and Shia's being a little, a little bitch about being jealous, but at the same time, I'm like, yep. he's not wrong. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, Patrick Dempsey's <laughs> been creepy as hell to this girl. Yes, <laughs>
1: like, very creepy.
3: Um, so, anyways, that's setting the record straight on the Megan Fox thing, because I know we had thrown out just kind of a lot of yeah. comments Thank about you. Michael Bay being creepy, and his the camera
1: gaze is for sure still creepy. Oh my but, god, that's, like, like, that's what I was saying. I was thinking, he was not creepy and did not
2: objectify her, except for everything that we see on screen. Right.
1: <laughs> the, the the we have this whole like you know super intense action sequence opening, and then this really long like. Uh, you know Archival. alternate history yeah. thing and then like the Ooh, second boy. we move into the like the First regular the movie yeah. it's like here's but, uh some barely covered butt with the panties like i, I like, mean this Jesus is a Christ. an angle
3: <laughs> that did not exist in cinema until this movie yeah, it's like, like come on. about knee height but pointed come up as toward up the butthole
2: yeah, yeah as she walks like also up the this, stairs like this this took some prep
1: it's like just, uh, this was a day of yeah. shooting. And it's just like oh my
4: god. They had to set up that Very they had gross. to rig up that dolly on that staircase. Yeah. It took a lot of fucking work, man.
1: Yeah. That's nuts. Very <laughs> bad. Very not cool. Also, the way he uh, meets her is totally insane. Like what who would do that? Yeah. Yes. He like yes. does like finger guns at her, like pew, pew. Yeah, that was oh. awful. And I was I was like, okay, well yeah,
4: there's there's no there's no real world scenario in people which people just like creeps, I guess. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Again, a a victorious secret model ends up with our boy. It makes no sense. Well, and
3: and I mean, honestly, I didn't think that... What's her name? Rosie Huntington... Rosie Huntington-Whiteley. I didn't actually even think she was that bad as an actor. I thought she was fine. fine. Obviously, she's been given some ridiculous material. But, like, it sucks because... It makes no sense, like, there are people in the world that know about the Transformers thing, but they still forced Shia to keep his involvement a secret, and then they get mad that he told his girlfriend about it, but, like, they have to have her know, otherwise maybe it doesn't make sense, because Megan Fox knew about all of it, so.
1: And ultimately- How uh, dare
2: you try to apply logic to this movie? Yeah.
1: (laughs) I was like, ultimately, she ends up saving the day at the end. Yeah.
2: True. There, there you by, go. By, by, Reverse uh, psychology. Uh, by seducing <laughs> Megatron.
3: Which <laughs> would have been really cool if it had been Megan Fox doing it because she's already interacted with Megatron two right, other times right, right. and would yep. get, like, hey, this guy's a little bee and I could totally trick him
2: into, yep. you know.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. He's not as big as strong as you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, boy. Well, uh, what else? We want? At the start of the movie here, it's all about. Um, First of all, I thought it was hilarious that the Transformers were like, well, I guess there's nothing else to do except be, uh, you know, Black Ops hit squad for the government. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're we're going to go uh kill terrorists around the world or whatever the fuck yep. they were doing. <laughs> Which seems like, okay, I don't I don't yeah. know if that's a good should they be doing that? And then it's and all about to- how
3: Sam cannot get a job because the government yeah. won't acknowledge what he did before. Yeah, right. He's been out of college for
4: three months. Yeah, how, how, does, he? how does he not have a job? <laughs> Can't do it. God.
3: I mean, and, and Which- he doesn't want – the mailroom's not good enough for him. Being an assistant's not good enough for him. He wants to know that he matters. He wants the job after the job.
1: <laughs> yeah. As uh, Malkovich, as John Malkovich, John Malkovich says in the film, <laughs> through his veneers or whatever the fuck is going on with his teeth. Um, <laughs> Jesus, what is he doing in this movie? <laughs> there's also like, oh man, yeah. There's that 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 scene where with John Malkovich in the office when. Uh, when Carly's there and he does that like thing where he like leans over and looks at her butt? Like it's just I'm like, oh, yeah, why is yeah. this? He doesn't there lean happened?
4: over. He fully like turns his head upside he goes down like, like a Yeah, you know, he, like, he, like have you ever seen Undertale, side. like the dog that goes yeah. like <laughs> that's no, right. what he does with his head.
3: Most it's of the really gross. racist and hideous jokes uh in this one are in this Beginning office part where Shia has this new job at this company. Um, we his new boss at the mailroom uh, for no reason is just berating a Latina employee there, telling her she looks like a hoochie mama and that she's got what does he say? He um, says that she
1: has a Latin, that he's Latin
3: like, temper, a oh, Latin like, meltdown. Yeah. yeah.
1: I turned this movie on right when Glory was there and it was right at that point, it was right at that part and she was like, she's like, what the hell did he just say? And And you're like, oh, oh my God. It's for work. It's for the podcast. Um, Did you see what she was wearing though? No, I didn't see But uh, yeah, I was just like, what the fuck is, why,
3: yeah. And then we get why Ken that, Jung, why is scene? yeah. Ken um, John. who's like pretty much just off of like Hangover One at this yeah. point. So mm-hmm. I get that That's he was probably like,
1: why he's in it. <laughs> he, he has
3: quotes being like, I can't believe I'm in a franchise. I'm so excited. Oh my God, blah, blah, blah. Like, I mean, he was like a doctor two days before this movie shot. So I get that he's excited, but like, why would you freaking take this awful role where you have to yeah. tell well, and, Shia that your name is Deep Wang? Like,
2: yeah. God. And his co-worker his coworker who is uh racist towards him and right. racist is Andy Daly, who yes. is one of the funniest people on the planet. And uh pa- breaks my heart to see him in this movie and in that role. It's really
3: rough. And then they also call they there's this whole thing where him and Shire are in a bathroom and they're like, ooh, it's so funny. He's got the paper in his pants. He came out with no pants on, they're so gay. And then later somebody yep. calls him Gaylord.
1: Like it's just yeah. come on. that's that's deep Wang that <laughs> calls him gay, uh, love. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, uh, yeah. Andy Daly. I don't know what he was going on there, but I was going to say that you know, no, um, he was being racist, but he did introduce the podcast to a new type of milk.
4: I don't care <laughs> about your exotic milk. I care about respect.
1: You know, <laughs> we've had hot milk <laughs> in the past, but now we've got exotic milk. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I just laughed at that line only because of the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Otherwise, I'm like, this is, you know, it's not a good joke, but. uh, Not cool. Not cool at all.
3: Um, Oh, and then also uh, one of the people that is interviewing Shia, he calls him an Asian Colonel Sanders. Oh, yes. Yes, because he's like an old guy. guy. Uh, and, he, and
1: apparently that was supposed to be like a term of endearment or something. I guess. Like, I mean, he was trying to sound like yeah. he liked him. I don't know. It's like, whatever.
3: That's like most of the racist things in this one. Actually, there's not that many. Later, they call a printer exceedingly Japanese at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, also, and, and then
4: it turns into a fucking. It turns decepticon. into a Decepticon. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Which I'm like, actually, I'm pretty sure that Japanese products are known for being very easy to use. I don't
1: like yeah. now. like, um, but okay. Yeah. Well, I think that was a Transformer. Joke, personally, but yeah, you could talk yeah. about all the
4: suicide jokes that happen when the Phoenix. Oh my! Whatever God. kills Ken Jong's character, yeah, yeah, that, that yeah. didn't age well. No. Yeah, laser beak, laser beak. Yeah, <laughs> that's his name. Yeah, his name's laser beak. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and John Malkovich is just like he's
4: not going anywhere. He's not, Get not
1: getting any debtor. yeah Yeah. Like, and Andy yeah. Daly's saying stuff. It's like, oh,
3: they're immediately trying to be like, well, he was depressed, which honestly is like actually almost kind of funny because
1: that is what a company would do because yes. they're all evil corporations. But yeah. yeah. So, I mean, the laser big thing was there. Part of that was kind of cool. I liked that. There was that, there was that sequence where he goes all Megan on uh, that family. Yes. And turns into like mm-hmm. a good pink robot. And right. then it's like, is your, there? it's like re- that, that whole sequence mom? is kind of creepy and like yeah. super dark. Yeah, it's like, really good. A, compared to anything that we get. And, yeah, uh,
3: I have a child star check-in for these kids. Oh, all
1: right. It's been yeah. a minute. Let's but, do it.
3: So child star check-in, uh, the little girl, engineer's daughter, mm-hmm. is Charlotte Labatey. And she is currently um, a sophomore at the New York City Fashion Institute of Technology. So good for her. Continue your studies. Looks yeah, like surely. it's going well. Um, and then Daniel O'Keefe is engineer's son. Um, he didn't act that much more. and I'm not quite sure where he is now, but his IMDb makes a big deal about saying that he's the grandson of Jack Griffin, who was a character actor in the 1970s that was on like 100 TV shows oh. as like a guest. Um, All right. Nepotism. Yeah. And then we also have... <laughs> Girl in Chicago, later. Girl in Chicago? Um, Yeah.
1: When was this? In
3: Chicago. I know, but I'm like trying to think when there was another kid. There must have been a little kid in Chicago. (laughs) Uh, But her name's Abby McKenzie. She she just graduated like three days ago from North Central College in Naperville. And um, she was studying French acting. And singing, and she's still in a lot of theater uh, productions and everything like that. And she's really, really, really into Walt Disney World like a lot. Oh, oh.
1: okay. How, how so? Like, what's the how, uh, like, there's she, to get the she, fuck she definitely, definitely goes
3: that. like at least every year, and she definitely like, wears Mickey ears all the she's time. She's gonna get the
1: dining plan that's coming, probably. Out? Yeah, yeah, she doesn't have to
3: make a reservation anymore. If she's got an annual pass. Yeah, wow,
1: all so right.
3: yeah. That's the 12-star check-in. just three kids.
1: That's that's more than we've had for a bit cuz we're is. watching all these newer movies. So. Yeah.
2: But uh new movies hate kids.
1: New movies hate kids. Um who else is crazy in this movie? We talk about Alan Tudyk. We mm. we learned that um, you know, John Turturro's character has sold a book and he's like super rich now and he right. has like a crazy bodyguard assistant, assistant? butler person yeah. that's like that is uh Alan Tudyk. Named Dutch, Dutch, but has a very mm-hmm. German sounding accent. Yeah. yeah. And apparently yeah. he was maybe like ex military or something. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> that we only get one
4: scene of him like being an ass kicking, like military dude, and then that's yeah. never touched on ever he again. He
3: hacks yeah. into something. That's something. true. Oh, he also he hacks into
4: the bridge in right. Chicago. Oh, yeah. Right, a right, a right. purely mechanical bridge. thing.
1: <laughs> I, yeah. It's like, I did think it was funny, like when they ask for his help, that like they just dive so immediately into like totally like tracking this guy with the crazy binoculars and try to find those cosmonauts and stuff. I'm just like, I thought that was kind of funny. You know, yeah. Top, but, top way, but
3: one of the things that pushed this movie over from like kind of offensive to like ridiculously offensive to me is this Bill O'Reilly scene. Oh they, I mean, yeah. they've, they're obviously very friendly oh with God. Bill O'Reilly and you know, this is pre Trump era. So I think fox news was still a little bit more trying to be like we're we're a conservative but we're still normal like they weren't i think this was before bill o'reilly killed like every single uh historical figure with one of his books um, there's a large there's a
4: large constituency <laughs> of republicans in this movie right I mean, yes. like yes, when he's is. doing the interviews and he's like oh yeah i got a medal from obama and they're like well there's mostly republicans yeah it. it's yeah, like yeah. Well, it, it, it's still a you know?
3: Yeah. So I get this is before they started like fully calling for like just flat out racist, horrible things on the air. Like Bill Riley, I guess was maybe a little bit more palatable in, 2011, but still like not really, and like yeah. full on like he has a role, like he has yeah. lines, he's speaking back and forth with John Turturro, and and they like promote him, and I'm just like I can't deal with this.
1: And I assume that Trump made money off of this too, because yeah, Trump Tower,
2: they show Tower, and say which Trump Tower new times. at the time.
4: Oh yeah. really? Trump Tower had just been built. <laughs> Yeah. yeah so there had to have been some money exchanged there
1: for sure. and it's in you know like the place that it's in is like you know pretty much where the entire <laughs> final sequence takes place so they couldn't like get away with uh, totally cutting it out but they didn't have to have the freaking evil villain layer there i guess it makes sense now but eh. that's where patrick yeah. dempsey's hold hold up at trump tower <laughs> they keep saying multiple times god <sighs> Good. yeah
0: His
2: his family uh, has their money Of their evil NASA accountants
1: (laughs) That's right Yeah, I love that. He's like, Yo, why do you think we never went back to the moon? It's because we told him it was too expensive. I love <laughs> I love the and no one, evil plot. No one yeah. double checked the numbers.
3: <laughs> then later he's like, I'm well, an accounting liaison. Actually, I liaise. Or I know, whatever. I was he's like, like doing the rogue one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, what is this a rebellion?
2: <laughs> I thought the same thought. I was like, I Oh rebel. shit, that's
1: where they got that line from right? liaise.
2: Is the is the uh you know conservative bent of this movie where it's like oh it's the accountants in the irs and it's like it's no, it's the soldiers it's not even the military it's like we you know there's armed vigilantes in this movie with florida license plates
4: (laughs) 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 who make the drive up to chicago they do yeah yeah Uh, they do it makes no sense humanity
3: it makes such little sense it's
4: it's it's every like QAnon's wet dream (laughs) <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. Like, no, like that. This is where that becomes romanticized. It's like these burly dudes they with their with their combat vests with the their machine guns that they still yeah. got. Like when let's the go cards around the, the table,
4: you, is, these are the guys that you want to put they're your faith in to down. save yeah. humanity.
1: Exactly. Good thing they had this, their guns on. Them. This
3: movie is so long. Like, too, it's, dude, really long. it's it got this whole. There's two like groups of military like. Or militia people, you know that, that we follow through the whole ending, and it just drags it on for
2: so long. Even That's when you look true. at the IMDb, a, oh god, there's ahead. also some navy guys that pop up in the river.
1: Right. <laughs> I, I was I, as soon as that happened, I was like, oh fuck, I feel how bad. Those, were those guys, guys are guys fucked. There? They're in the Chicago River. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad for those guys. That shit like, is toxic. Where
2: did they come from? <laughs> I, I just didn't understand. Like there.
3: I didn't understand, too. And maybe you can explain it to me. And sorry, this is, like, skipping all the way to the end. Like, it's fine. What were the Decepticons' plan? Like, they had to harvest humans somehow? But then they just, like, I don't think disappear them all. They
4: hadn't gotten that far. They, yeah, they kept they saying, like, oh, Cybertron. the humans are the resource. And they were going to enslave everyone. I think they were just going to s- enslave them. But, yeah. yeah, it wasn't ever really...
1: I think it was a resource for work. <laughs> I don't think it's like I, guess. I I didn't <laughs> think it was like they were going to actually like harvest
3: them, make, them Well they dust a bunch of sense. them too. They like
2: a yeah, bunch dude. of people just, just get like instantly people killed getting
4: vaporized. But I'm like
3: vaporized. why don't they just do that later
2: to Shia and yeah. all other people? Where they're not like dissecting so like on choker
4: necklaces going on oh, everyone. Oh god. Everyone. Yeah, go ahead, <laughs> Tyler.
2: My theory is that the Decepticons, they they can do they can turn into all the machines and everything else like, you know, to do all the construction, but they like it like it's kind of it's sexy for them to have a human inside to drive the truck
0: while they're while they're doing <laughs>
2: construction. <laughs> yeah, I think so. It's a sex thing. Yeah. That's that's my
0: theory. <laughs> it's a
1: sex thing.
3: I'm just going to use that to explain every question I now have from now on about the deception. It's like, well, it's a sex thing. You know, it's one of those. Things. Also, like,
1: they're going to bring through Cybertron, but if it doesn't work, it gets totally destroyed like it does at the end. Like, yeah, that seems like a pretty well, big deal. And risk. also,
4: there's a part where they bring like half of Cybertron through and then like it stops. It like stops. cuts up. It like cuts <laughs> in yeah. half and then, it's cu- and then it's back and it's all together again.
2: Yeah. I don't also, know. spoiler <laughs> alert: If how gravity works, if another planet appeared that close, it would fuck uh, shit up. everyone would be yeah. fucking dead. Yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> also, I thought Cybertron was like a totally dead planet anyway. What's the point of even bringing it?
1: They said it was a wasteland. I don't know because they were gonna rebuild it with human slaves. That's I think what the plan was. Yeah. <sighs> God. They're gonna have the human slaves, uh, you know, re- drive them around in the little dump trucks. Yeah. <laughs> and they're gonna be like, "Move that shifter, oh yeah." <laughs> <laughs> Well, right? <laughs> I honestly could
3: like barely pay attention to this movie, and like Damn. I got so confused by the Lord, plot that I had to just go and read the entire Wikipedia after. So I feel like whatever what other plot things you want to talk me. about,
1: please talk about. I feel like this one makes way more sense than the last one. personally. it does. There's only one writer on this movie, as opposed to the last one that had
2: three. Let's let's talk about Aaron Krueger, for a second. Aaron he has Kruger. he has some sequel rights yes. pedigree.
4: Yeah, do it. Go uh, find IMDb. Up right now, I'm yes, learning. He I'm has, learning he,
2: he <laughs> was the the genius that brought us our favorite of the franchise, <laughs> Scream Three.
4: <laughs> oh,
3: but then also helped out on four. This
2: guy's yep, done a lot. Also of shit. helped out on four. Also, wrote the screenplay for The Ring. Okay. But really, the man, all you need to know about this man is that he is responsible for writing the line, let's get ready to Dumbo. (laughs)
0: I was totally (laughs) going to say that.
3: I was like, (laughs) he wrote the greatest
2: line that Justin and I probably bring
3: up on a weekly basis. Uh, Let's get ready to Dumbo. He also wrote Top Gun Maverick. Yeah, Academy Award nominee. So, there you go. There you go. And... Ghost in the Shell starring famous Asian actor Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. there's a,
2: there's a lot of writers on Top Gun Maverick.
1: Yeah, that's true. The uh
2: yeah. and the last one is Christopher McQuarrie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah. It's funny, like I didn't get to watch all the special features, but it was really funny uh to I started the huge, you know, 2-hour th- long documentary that they have. Oh wow. And it was this, it was like it was really funny because the entire thing starts off as like almost like an apology for the last movie. <sighs> and it goes over again, how like we were really strapped because of the strike and da, 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 da. Um, and so, and also they talk about how like Michael and the studio, like were well aware of what everyone thought of the second movie. <laughs> and so this is kind of a response to that, uh, which makes sense, you know? Um, And I honestly think that this one makes more sense and does a better job in certain situations. Like there's a lot of, you know, transformer deaths and stuff in this that like, okay, maybe you're not like crying about it, but at least it like does a better job of like making the stakes and making you feel it a little bit. I Um, don't know.
3: I honestly, I do. I did think honestly, the effects had gotten better again with mm, this one and the action was easier to see. But um, I actually think that it was harder to follow them. This is, maybe I'm just dumb, but I think it was more complicated. And I, just, I think I think, I think, it I think it's hard for to
2: watch these movies like a week after e- that close in succession. I think that if I it's just a product of watching the last one and then watching this one, it's not that much different. Mm-hmm. It's better on the details. And I agree with Justin. I think that there is a lot of things that, that are executed. Interestingly, this is uh, a- one of the. F- 3D movies after Avatar that I think actually use the 3D technology to be compelling uh, mm. and have it be for these big crazy action sequences. Uh, just I remember seeing you know just what I saw once in theaters and I remember you know a lot of these 3d sequences really working even the completely asinine he's on the grapple arm thing bouncing (laughs) up and down there like that's clearly just for cg 3d and like and he looks terrible during that there's like a
1: three there's like a a cg completely cg version of Shia LaBeouf that looks like god-awful yeah. for like a few <laughs> seconds you're like wow okay that's it came that's all the way up
2: and saw you in the front of the screen there um i do love that
1: moment though where it's like you know the the old the old transformer guy who gets killed later uh you know hands out a bunch of like super weapons to people and i'm sure he like goes to fire
2: that thinking it's a gun
1: but it's like a grapple hook and then he's like totally <laughs> fucked and almost
2: dies <laughs> I, I mean, funny. And another thing I'll say about the action here is that this came out the same year as uh, Captain America the first Avenger and you know that shows you where the Marvel movies were in their action and there is so much of the sequences in Chicago with the ships and everything else that show up in the Avengers like Holy immediately.
0: Like, that,
4: that the basically alien warships that were just like yes. straight up from the yep. first Avengers movie. Which I know hadn't I was happened yet. thinking the same yep.
1: thing I was like I, I thought it was very interesting like I hadn't had I didn't have this thought when the Avengers came out cause it comes out the very next year. But I yep. was like, yeah, th- I had the same thought. Like those ships look exactly like those like alien dragon yep. things. And the, like, you know, the plan and like plot of the villain is like very similar blue beam yep. into the sky, bringing over a new army. And it's like, I
3: guess,
1: but like the thing about Avengers is that
3: you give a crap about every single Avenger at that yeah. point in the movie. Yeah. No. I'm not, sure. I'm not and you saying, even care
0: about
1: yeah, Loki.
3: You like Loki. I'm not that, saying, that's,
1: yeah, we're not, yeah. I'm not saying like that. It's the same. Movie. I'm just saying like that, those specific things, like the right, design sure, of sure. that ship and like, the plan of the enemy is like very similar and I'm kind of makes and me just go like, hmm. and just
2: the the pure filmmaking of the shots that you see and the execution and the craftsmanship of that, like, and, and Michael Bay's a better action director than Joss Whedon. Yeah. Um, I'm, and I'm not and saying I think a any, lot of that is yeah. just lifted.
1: Exactly. I'm not saying anything like, Oh, it's, yeah. it's just as good or transformers no. did it first. <laughs> like, I don't, I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying like, you know, I don't know. There, I think it's pretty, Strikingly, strikingly similar in those couple things.
2: Hey, if I'm looking how to do a giant destroy a city sequence and, you know, I'm looking for me to care more about the characters, but I am looking at the visuals from Michael Bay movies to see what works there and what is extraneous
1: bloat. Like, I feel like, you know, yeah, I mean. The movie, like Ela said, is insanely long and you could cut out like probably an hour of just nonsense <laughs> sequences Military. Yeah. that doesn't, that don't matter. Propaganda. And you would have like probably one of the fucking sweetest action movies ever. Cause like Michael Bay, like as much as you don't like all that bloat and all that stuff, like the action sequences I think are like really fucking sweet. I, I, yeah, I know there's, you know, um, there's other action movies that are like more realistic or like. Uh, you know like John Wick and stuff but like as far as like these big budget sci-fi CG action like it's done pretty well and they do a really good job of like blending like the whole like the, the whole final like 45 minute Chicago action, action sequence I think is awesome
3: so I agree with you yeah. when it comes to the Transformers parts and then even the office building stuff was kind of yeah. cool in yeah. that in its own way but here's what wasn't cool and maybe it was supposed to be was like 15 minutes of flying squirrel guys like team <laughs> team flying squirrel <laughs> I, situation. That was cool. I didn't think that was cool no, i'm like it's, they're just it's falling. very funny i laughed in the theater <laughs> when that was happening <laughs> they weren't flying they were falling with very little style
1: okay <laughs> yeah uh i mean it's cool that uh they not all of it was real but there were lots of it like they actually had dudes like fly through the city like that i guess well and Um, that's
2: what that's what michael bay is so good at is getting those plates getting the ways to 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 integrate like it's very not completely methodical
1: yeah and like i personally remember that being pretty thrilling in the imax 3d i don't know uh that was one of the sequences that i was like remembering as i uh was coming up into the movie. I was like, Oh yeah, there's a like, right. crazy, like there's lots of like jumping out of buildings and like, you know, um, I don't know. Just, to, just imagine how they like, how do they shoot the, the, the scene in the office building where like shockwave is like making it fall and break in half. And yeah, there's yeah, like, yeah. there's like multiple sequences where they're like sliding all the way this way. And then they're sliding that way. And then uh, no, Oh, now they're sliding on the outside of the building. Like that stuff is all insane. And like, I mean, it's mostly, it's not CG. A lot, I mean, a lot of the um, action sequence stuff, other mm-hmm. than the robots. But
4: while we're talking about Michael Bay's mm-hmm. directing, I just felt watching this movie that I, I just felt exhausted watching mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Because whether he's shooting a crazy action sequence like that, or if he's just shooting people talking, or if he's just mm-hmm. shooting the Autobots going into the nest base after a mission. Like it's always done with like this crazy like camera pan for like a crazy like the, the most camera insane cannot stop. action <laughs> sequence ever. And it's just like it like I don't know the pacing of the movie is. It, I I think what is the worst part of it and it's like the most Michael Bay part of it. Yeah, is just that it's it's it, it's a nonstop thrill ride in a bad way.
1: Yeah. He never like uh, a scene that you would think would just be like a normal setup is never like that. Yeah. You, yeah. I, I totally agree with that.
2: Yeah. Sure. I, I, every single time I see one of his movies, I'm like, if that was 90 minutes, 90 minutes long, it would have been one of the best movies I've ever seen.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Which is too bad. Um, yep. but, uh, I still think there's a lot of fun to have here. And, um, like, I think it does a better job with the villain. Uh, we we haven't talked a ton about Sentinel Prime, but I think he's more complicated villain than the Fallen. Like, what the Fallen is like, what? I don't know. Or is
2: he exactly the same, just with they actually got a second pass on the script?
1: Yeah, I mean, maybe, but he's, like, a little bit more... I think he's more complicated because he was technically supposed sure. to be, like, the leader
2: of the Autobots. Yeah,
3: I guess it's cool that he, like, double-crossed Optimus. Yeah. Um.
1: There's more twists if he was to and sleep turns. This whole
2: time, though, why does he hate humans?
1: Yeah, uh, just because he's still in the I mean, or he just I woke know. up and clearly yeah. saw that they were superior. To right, him. right. He just has like a different mindset. I mean, I don't know what it is about Optimus, but it's, about, I think it's, it's because old people are like, you know, I think it's because Optimus's situation in the first film, like he has more of a connection with humans right off the bat, and like this, guy you know, is what just... it was,
2: we missed the scene where Sentinel talked to Bill O'Reilly. They cut it.
1: Whoa. <laughs> yeah, totally. This guy's just like, I want to be Yoda for two seconds. So lost you
2: are, Optimus. So lost you are.
4: Yeah.
3: I did like how Megatron was like in the desert,
4: still like recovering and his face is all messed (laughs) up. It's a weird, like, African safari truck.
3: I I liked his little, uh, (laughs) his little, (laughs) like, dark, like kermit the frog dark cape kind of thing yeah. you know like um and i also liked how he had like an uh, his own igor and i was like he's got like a little igor decepticon and i looked it up and that decepticon's name is igor oh yeah okay, yeah i think
1: it's like super i actually like watching that i was like i think it's super gross that there's all these like little bug like yeah. ones that are crawling in his wound yeah. or whatever i did think too there was a hilarious shot uh, in that moment where like uh, first of all I was like oh it's the Lion King because there's all these shots of Africa and then there's like <laughs> there's a shot where there's like voiceover of like the Decepticons talking but it's showing elephants so it almost looks like the elephants are talking to him like Megatron <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it's just so funny because it, it makes sense that okay he, maybe he wants that cape in the
3: desert to protect him from sand but then he wears it the entire movie like and all the way to the very dope. end he's got his little, his little cape and hood and then his, um design yeah yeah it's just very funny he needed I did, that cape even less than Jetfire needed
2: his cane in the <laughs> <lane>. <laughs> that's true yeah. I uh I, I remember sitting in the theater and I think I, I probably sat up and got excited when those when it looked like he was talking to those elephants because I thought oh fuck it's Beast Wars <laughs> Beast Wars go. time.
1: yeah I know <laughs> nope 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 um what else uh you know I don't know they make it seem like uh, a bunch of the oh we get uh there's a major Transformers death. We get Ironhide mm-hmm. killed mm-hmm. Oh, with some sort of, like, you know, insane... Corrosion gun. Yeah, exactly. Like, he's, like, rusting away and melting right in front. I was like, oh, shit. Like, he's actually dead. Like, he's not coming back. He's not getting, uh, you know, uh Matrix of Leadership whatever. back to life. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> it was just cool that they killed him in a different way. Especially because in this yeah. movie, you see the military training. Like, the way to kill them is with a headshot or whatever. And, like, the old guy later gets killed with, like... His head getting cut off, right? I think they
1: shoot him in the chest and shoot his head. I yeah, think. and and so this was cool that it was like the rustiness. Yeah, and it just makes it be like, oh, he's like, yeah. I mean, you know, you're like, he's not coming back from that, which sucks.
2: I mean. This gets into how violent this movie is. It's you know, we see the Transformers, like the Decepticons when they killed Chicago, like they kill thousands of people. Like there's a shot where I think it's a laser blast goes through, and we see a bunch of people running, and then there's like bones scatter out after like it's a quick flash <laughs> yeah,
0: I know. and there's no more
2: people and it's just bones. <laughs> and then there Which there's is a- <laughs> really dope. <laughs> yeah. There's also all these
1: shots of, like, you know, when Shia LaBeouf gets there with the, the, like, militia group or whatever, there's all these shots of just, like, clothes on the ground with no people in them. Yeah. And you're like, fuck.
2: Like, when, when they're trying to fly the, the dumb ship and they crash, like, they visibly see as they're crashing, they're killing people. It's <laughs> <Yeah>. very weird. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bumblebee
1: doesn't know how to drive that thing. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, It's played for yucks. Yeah. It's like,
1: oh, yuck, yuck. <laughs> many, many Many people died. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know what else there is to talk about too much. Uh, just the, the
4: crazy action sequence at the end. I don't know.
3: Brendan, how is it saying Chicago destroyed?
4: You know what? I, I, every single time I see Chicago in a movie, I'm like, wow, what a fucking beautiful city. It's, It's gorgeous there. And that was all I could think about the whole time.
1: Just oh, like, you know what? They, they literally run through the entrance to this like tour boat company that I worked at and you can see the, like, you when, worked
4: at a tour boat company. Yeah. I was
1: like, Were a, you a, like a jungle a, cruise skipper. I was a deckhand. So um, oh, okay. I, was, like, <laughs> making, I was like making sure people get on, uh, safely and then, you know, cleaning things. Um, but how many uh, drunk
2: people get on that boat? That has to be a hard job, actually. A lot.
1: And you can buy booze on the boat, too. It was was fun. It was a fun job. Um, But it's just funny that, like, I was like, oh, there's the Wendella boat sign. And they're, like, "Part that whole sequence when they're, like, by the bridge and trying to, like, get the bridges down, it's all in that area where they, like, load the boats and stuff. So did Uh, you guys,
3: like, like, when we were, for example, when we saw the L.A mission city scene, uh, in the first movie, we could definitely tell like, okay, now they're in Korea down. Now they're in Wilshire. Now they're in downtown. Like, is it like that for you seeing this? Like, were they just teleporting all over Chicago or was it pretty?
1: I feel like this one, they did a pretty good job. They're all in the like Wrigley. they are like by the Wrigley building a lot. And they're not, they're all in that same area by the river.
4: Yeah. They're they're most, most of the, most of the movie takes place by the river, like in like the heart of like, like, uh, miracle mile, Mm -hmm. um, what, or what, what is it? Is it Miracle Mile or Magnificent Mile? Magnificent Mile. Yeah, yeah Miracle Miles here. Right. So Magnificent Mile, and then like, started Brendan. But there's also, <laughs> so <laughs> we we talked about before how there's um <laughs> there's like skyline stuff of Chicago throughout, even when they're not in Chicago. Yeah. Like yeah. I distinctly remember a scene where like they're definitely in Washington D.C., but they're driving up like Lakeshore Drive. Yeah. Well, isn't that like,
1: like uh? Isn't isn't the nest building like an old post office or something? Isn't that like it looks? It office? all looks very Chicago. Yeah. 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 You'll be like, oh, that's one of the places they shot uh, the Dark Knight at, or whatever. Yeah. Right.
2: Yeah, there was a lot of Chicago filming going on at this time.
1: Yeah. Oh, did you also like the? Uh, did you like the Graboid uh, Transformer?
2: Yes, I did. I was like, oh, it's a Graboid. I forgot. Oh, so about we that. first
3: meet him in Chernobyl way back at the beginning of the movie, and I forgot to say how offensive it is that they imply that Chernobyl was really just a Transformers. Issue gone yeah. wrong. Um, yeah, that's, that's rough. That's rough. Real bad, super uncool. And then also this movie premiered at the Moscow International Film Festival. Whoa. So I'm kind of like, okay, I guess. Like they were like, it Chernobyl wasn't the, the
1: government.
3: It was definitely
1: the the Autobots and Decepticons. Like they like, de- yeah, they definitely don't make Russia look great in this movie. Uh,
3: well, but they they excuse Chernobyl by saying it was the Transformers
4: so what was that whole scene where like Sam and uh John Turturro's character and and uh Alan Tudyk all go to like some like Russian bar right to find out what was the point of that they're trying to there's find so a cosmonaut. The
1: cosmonauts had uh, secret info on um, on the space
3: race and yeah. the the uh, the pillars because the yeah. Decepticons went and took the pillars.
1: They took
4: all most of, of them. Five yeah. of them yeah. for they some, some reason, they, like there's so many scenes that happen that I just I remember so little of it. I'm just like, why did they do that? Because half of them were just like telling you information that you already knew. Well,
3: also, Russian gangsters <laughs> and Russian ladies with guns in a
4: bar is so
1: funny. That's yeah. why.
4: And also, Alan Tudik. Knows how to handle all that. Yeah. Apparently, really.
1: the In whole thing way. was like the Decepticons took the pillars but left some so that it was a plot. The Autobots would go there because they couldn't revive Sentinel Prime. Yeah, they needed the Matrix yeah. of Leadership. Um, what else was I going to say? Oh, there was also that hilarious scene where Megatron just like blows up. Abraham Lincoln. (laughs) Why (laughs) Why, why were they there?
2: I want to sit here. (laughs) He was like, everyone loves Tim Burton's Planet of the Apes so much. (laughs) I want to do that final shot. Yeah, I had that same thought too. It was so funny. (laughs) Oh my god! Well, that's and that bridges the gap to Mark Wahlberg. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy! Oh boy! I mean, I have
3: like nothing else to say about the plot or the scenes of this movie. I do have a game eventually, but do you have? Anything else to say about the action?
1: I'm just trying to think. Like, I mean, you know, it's another one that just kind of ends. We already talked about how uh, Carly saves the day. Um, we do get a lot of great, like, I mean, I don't know. I really enjoy. There's like this. Uh, the I really enjoy the Optimus action in this. Like, you know, he 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 has fl- he has wings in this one. He flies around
4: mm-hmm. until he gets caught in a, a web.
1: Yeah, in a web. <laughs>
2: For like twenty <laughs> minutes. <which is> like. <laughs> Where like optimism like when, when he's when he's up and kicking ass, like he's unstoppable. And then it's like, oh no, it's windy. Like I have to be gone for twenty minutes.
1: So, so Windy City, City, right? Yeah. Not- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, there's like also there's like a fat Autobot that's called Target that literally has the Target. On his crotch. Yeah. Oh. And I know like last week we talked a lot about the product placement, and I thought it was hilarious that there's literally a moment in this movie where uh <laughs> they have a long discussion about what's the name of the car he gave you oh let me look it up and they literally go to like a branded website for the mercedes <laughs> yep. sls and it oh starts playing an ad i think even and he's okay. like yep and it says like this is a two thousand hundred thousand dollar car
4: yeah, but then like, it just
3: ends yeah. up being a decepticon yeah. that yeah. tries yeah. to kill her yeah. Yeah.
4: which what was the name of that decepticon i don't know i just thought of it as the mercedes it was Soundwave. wave oh, no, sound no sideswipe no, that was no. Sidewipe. Was a good guy. So. Oh, never mind. Sound. I thought Soundwave was a good guy.
1: Soundwave. No, Soundwave is the <laughs> the, the like bad. Um, you know, uh, Shockwave.
4: Shockwave NASA. was the Land Kraken guy. Yeah.
2: yeah. Okay. I, I think know. it was like I think it was part of Soundwave because Soundwave can have like tapes and stuff. Yeah. So that was the
4: same. The 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 snaky Decepticon was the same as that the was Mes- Mercedes. No, no that was Shockwave. Okay. Right. Oh my! It God. doesn't matter. I, it it doesn't, really it, doesn't. That, yeah. Yeah, you know, I felt uh, like yeah. I felt like the first hour of this movie was really fun because of all the famous people that you saw in it. Mm-hmm. And the second hour was really long <laughs> waiting for them to get to Chicago to like yeah. start the final. Can we talk about how. The the government like the Decepticons basically gave like the American government. The ultimate, which, which is why, when they're taking over a planet, why are they always just degre- you know addressing the American government and no one else? <laughs> I think, I think the but, UN
3: right. guy was the was the principal from Glee and was involved slightly because oh, yeah. I saw him in the credits, but I don't remember the scene there. Like,
4: but they're like, you have to exile all the Autobots or else, and then the the American government's just like, yep, okay. Then the Autobots are just like, yep, but not really because we're in the we're uh, side the side exhaust of the no, we also just
3: get like <laughs> just desperate attempts to make us care about some of these like Side character people like Tyrese's crew, like there's so many hero shots and like dramatic shots of them yeah. picking them up in like New Orleans and Florida, and we're yeah. like, I don't care about these people at all. And then later, the, uh, Josh Jumel has like a little sidekick guy that's like um, a young soldier that he's like, yeah, 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 way to go, and like they're trying to make him a character, and I'm just like,
1: no, stop. The only, the only thing I liked with the Tyrese's crew is that guy who was supposed to shoot the rocket has that whole like. I'm having a hard time. Like, yeah, I was like, ah, I didn't sign up for this shit. I'm like ducking through churches and old buildings, and there's like fucking retired robots. Like, ah, I don't, I don't, what am I doing? This is crazy. Um, Tyrese doesn't get uh, I can't confirm
2: until- that the Mercedes was Soundwave. Oh,
1: yeah. There you go.
4: Soundwave.
3: Yeah, I didn't think Tyrese was even going to be in it. And he shows up at the very end for he like He shows a, up
1: like
4: Men <laughs> in hour Black 3 situation. situation. Yeah. But yeah, it's typical Michael Bay movie where like there's too much going on. They're trying to yeah. make you care about all these characters, and in the end, you care about zero of them
1: i did think too it was funny that uh with with this movie too they're like we gotta have another way for shia labeouf to act crazy (laughs) give him this give him this watch that's like making him do shit and like hurting it was so much
3: worse than
2: when he was possessed last time i know it's just like yeah it's less fun
1: i just the only one i liked was when he like puts his hand over that guy at the computer and he's just like Get, get away, away from me.
3: Away well, from also, me. like, it, and so many times with the Decepticons, it's like, if you have this technology, why don't you just use that to take over? Like, if yeah, you could control right. someone's central just nervous system with a watch, just like, kill, just,
4: just, cut just his head him. off <laughs> yeah. He'll stop being a problem for you. It's just crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. How does Megatron Yeah, I don't have eviscerate? any more plot.
2: I think that there's, I respect a lot of the craft of this movie. I think that while watching it, I really, I think there's some sinister shit at, subliminally happening this movie i think that there's three lines to a lot of ugly shit uh that is romanticized and put forward i think not not maliciously at the time but i can see a lot of things that came out of this or 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 that people could take away from this movie in retrospect that uh i if i was a filmmaker what looking back on it i would i would be questioning yeah it's
3: aged so poorly Mm -hmm. yeah what were you gonna say brennan
2: God. Oh,
4: okay. <laughs> <laughs> how, no, how did Megatron not... Eviscerate What's her name Carly yeah. Why is her name Carly That's such a dumb name I don't know but <laughs> Honestly through <if you're> most <laughs> of the Car- modern, I have no Car- idea What her name I didn't know her name Carly <laughs> I still barely remember What Megan Fox Child's yeah, name it, it. When Carly goes to Megatron And like 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 Rizzes him up Or whatever the young kids say nowadays. <laughs> <go>. When she <laughs> When she gets his engine going How does And then he like Goes to like Kill her And then he's like And then he goes And fucks up Sentinel, like what? How does he not just? Yeah. Again, it's a sex thing.
3: (laughs) I mean, she was basically like, you know what, Megatron? Maybe
0: if
4: I do this, she'll ride me later. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Oh god. She's like Megatron. You have a small
3: penis, and Sentinel has a bigger penis than you. (laughs) Yeah. Why don't you
1: go do your thing?
3: Yeah. I don't
1: know. (laughs) Uh, Elis, you said you had a
3: game. I do. It involves the music because, of course, we get. Lincoln Park. Lincoln Park back. is back! With an all-new song that Are doesn't they? sound quite as exactly the same as What I've Done and New Divide. It sounds a little bit different. It's called a little, little Iridescent. More, a little
1: bit more emotion. In this
3: yeah. One. And so, what, this movie came out in 2011?
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Two years before Frozen would come out in 2013. And yet, I wonder if Lincoln Park was pissed when Frozen came out because this song... The hook involves letting it go. What? And I'm going, I I have prepared a game. Oh boy. And let's just answer quickly. Let's do it like, you know, Billy Eichner style. Just answer the first <laughs> thing that comes out of your head. And the basically the game is Linkin Park or Frozen. Yes. Uh, and this includes Frozen and Frozen 2. Okay. But it only includes this one song from Linkin Park. Wow. Iridescent. Okay. Old
1: Frozen movies? Okay. Yeah. Okay.
3: All, all right. right, so here's the first one. Remember all the sadness and frustration. Let it go, let it go.
4: Lincoln Park. Lincoln Park.
3: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, Tyler, you can answer two if you want. And then the second one is conceal, don't feel, don't let them know, let it go. That's frozen. frozen. Okay. That's frozen. All right, how about this? The wind is howling like the swirling storm inside. Couldn't keep it in. Heaven knows I tried. I know way too much frozen. Yeah, frozen. okay. Yeah, how about did. this? Cataclysm raining down, insides crying. Save me now.
2: (laughs) Lincoln Park. Lincoln Park.
0: About
3: feeling cold and lost in desperation. Build up hope, but failure is all I've known.
1: I think Lincoln Park. Park. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) that was a
3: close one. One thought crystallizes like an icy blast. I'm never going back. The past is in the past. Frozen. Okay. Can there be a day beyond this night? I don't know anymore what is true. I can't find my direction and I'm all alone. The only star that guided me was you. Oh boy.
4: Lincoln Park? Park? (laughs) I'm going to say Frozen. <laughs> it's Frozen.
2: Oh, <laughs> nice. damn it. You got us. Okay, finally. A burst
3: of light that blinded every angel as if the sky had burned the heavens into stars. <laughs> no, <Link> at <and> Park. <laughs> yeah, Lincoln <and> Park. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, Secret Siren, but I'm blocking out your calls. I've had my adventure. I don't need something new. I'm afraid of what I'm risking if I follow you into the unknown.
2: Frozen. frozen. Okay, but Ooh, frozen.
3: how about standing in the wake of devastation, waiting on the edge of the unknown? Lincoln
0: Park <laughs> <laughs> wow. why are they you so similar wow they are pretty similar okay, wait, really last similar. one
3: uh, felt the gravity of tempered grace falling into empty space
1: mm, I think Lincoln Park Linkin anybody Park. else
3: yeah okay so it's Lincoln Park but how about you've gone to a place I? Or, yeah you've gone to a place I cannot find this grief has a gravity that pulls me down <laughs>
1: I don't know. Frozen.
0: <laughs>
3: Frozen? Yeah, it's Frozen. But why are they so similar? <laughs> like these are like literally almost exactly the same.
1: That's a great question.
3: This entire song is basically like "Let it go, let it go, let it go," and it has things about being cold and being all alone <laughs> and, and being angry
1: and frustrated. And wow, so this movie inspired Frozen and Avengers? I think so. Yeah, I can't yeah. believe that all movies and Rogue One. Wow, yes. all yes. movies, wow. all what movies come,
3: come from all this.
2: Movies. This is I, where movies start. I, I I cannot believe
3: Linkin Park did not sue the Lopez's Ed Sheeran style for stealing their
1: lyrics. Oh, my God. So, yeah,
3: that's, that's, I was, like, listening to the song and just, like, this is Frozen.
1: it's <laughs> so, I didn't have that thought, but that's hilarious. Yeah, and there's some other
3: songs. There's, like, a Paramore song. Paramore, there's a they. U2, like, yeah.
1: unfinished song. Yeah, it's crazy. And Jablonski's back. Jablonski. Music is still pretty good. Score's yeah. pretty good. Um, yeah, well, I don't know, uh, Tyler, you have a, uh, rating system oh, and say, unless anyone uh, else has stuff to say, anything else? I'll, to
2: say? I'll, yeah, I guess I'll say how many Chicago river divers did mm. you give? <laughs> <laughs> transformers Uh, those guys died
1: shortly afterwards due to (laughs) infections
3: (laughs) yeah so i know it's like a hot take but i hated this one more than the second one i know no one agrees but i just thought it was worse i couldn't follow it i thought all the performances were worse including shia was worse i missed megan fox i didn't really care about the new people dempsey you know he didn't bring in his third uh third movie save he just like fell apart. Um, actually has a very bad track record. Now that I think about it, when we talked about him Mm -hmm. being in all the third movies, all those third movies are bad. Uh, (laughs) Um,
1: he does get killed like a chump in this one too. Yeah.
3: But, um, yeah. So I want to give it, um, to Chicago river divers. Mm -hmm. And because Francis McDormand had to be humiliated by John Turturro. And that was disgusting.
1: She had to kiss him in a wheelchair. Um, I don't know. Should I go? I I was going to give it, I I was thinking about giving it six, six Chicago divers because uh, to me, um, I still think the first one is maybe like a better movie, but I feel like out of the, you haven't seen all the sequels, but I feel like out of the sequels, this is probably the most fully realized Michael Bay sequel mm. in this yeah. in this. I don't think it gets any better than this. I'm <laughs> so like oh, I also thought this, this one... one was
3: more offensive like racially and stuff to me personally. Oh, really? I know it yeah. doesn't have like the um the black stereotypes this time, but
1: Right. Um I just feel like uh you know, it has all the problems that they all have, which is like too much bloat, too much inappropriate, racist stuff. But I think like the this final action sequence is like really freaking sweet, and um, you know, I don't know. It's a it's a really, I think it's a high bar for like action for him. Um, and I just really enjoy it, and I I, I like the like I said, I think it's a better villain, uh, better story. Uh, there's a little bit, I think the stakes are higher, and it's just like like the whole movie is like a bigger scale than the last one. Like I know we went to Egypt and we're at the pyramids. I just feel like everything here is like way bigger scale. Um, and from what I recall, it just doesn't quite ever get there again (laughs) from the Michael Bay sequels. Uh, so I'm just kind of like, I was thinking about my score and I'm like, I want to give it a little bit higher. I think even though it's still not like a great movie, it's not one that like I want to put on and watch again, but I would maybe put on and watch like the final action sequence. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I still, I mean, you know, I don't know, like when I want to go see a crazy action movie in theaters, like this is something I would enjoy.
2: Yeah, I, man, I think that my, I'm going to give it for Chicago divers, Mm -hmm. but that is with the caveat that I loved this movie when it came out. Yeah. Loved is a strong word, but like I knew what it was. I think that the thing that's more sinister about it is that it, that, you know, Michael Bay was giving the people what they wanted with mm. this movie and it is a little bit of a mirror in terms of what what was crowd pleasing at that time you know critics panned it but the audience scores were were fairly good and you know i i there was a lot of Amazing filmmaking craft in these movies, uh, which sounds silly to say, but just like doing things at that scale and making things blow up and and just, you know, getting the ability to have it where it doesn't just dissolve into this crazy CGI nonsense. Like this is there's still plates being shot. They're still in Chicago. Like there's still a location shoot in that way. Um. So, yeah, it's it's guilty pleasure. Mm hmm that was far less pleasurable uh, <laughs> watching it, watching it this yeah, time.
0: I'm
1: like, I'm never going to be like, Oh my God, you guys, this is the best movie of all time. But I'm yeah. like, if, if you want like transformers robots punching each other, like this is pretty good for that.
2: I, okay. I enjoyed the, I like, that's another thing that I felt very weird while watching. Like I enjoy the violence
4: of this movie. Like, I enjoy <laughs> of this
1: movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
4: What about you, Brandon? Like it looks, they they make it look real cool. Yeah. Go. Yeah. I think, I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to split the difference. I'm going to say three Chicago divers All out right. of ten. Um, yeah, I, I think this movie has entertaining parts. I think, like, the first hour of this movie is really fun because you're like, oh, my God, is that a famous person. Oh, my God, it's that a famous person. And then the rest is just, like, a dumpster fire of plot <laughs> and of just CGI mess. But I do think – I mean, I've seen way worse CGI movies. Sure. Like, way worse. So, yeah. I mean, this movie is everything that you would expect from a Michael Bay movie. And it's kind of quintessential in that way. So I, I see where you're coming from, Justin. But yeah. yeah
1: sure.
3: mm-hmm. Oh, I also want to mention that nobody yelled at their uh, elderly female relatives. That's However, um, Carly does ask Frances McDormand if she's even a woman at some point, which I was like, oh, mm-hmm. boy, yeah. very yeah. not cool. And then also, um, what was the other thing? Shoot. Yeah. Um, Oh, John Turturro didn't show his ass, which is great. But like, if you're gonna commit to that, stick to it. But you missed it, didn't you? I (laughs) didn't.
1: I missed it. I was
3: very relieved. But weirdly, he was in a wheelchair the whole time. Do you think it was just because he didn't want
2: to stand up? Yeah, that was weird. (laughs) Yeah. He gets like totally tossed out of his car, or maybe he like uh, hurt his ankle or something a week before shooting. Yeah, Just like I've got
3: to be in a wheelchair the entire time.
1: (laughs) That is funny. So anyway. Well, guess what, you guys? Audiences fucking love this movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. It has a it made a worldwide total of one point one two three billion dollars. It was billion. number
2: two that year.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and it was also the fifth highest grossing film of all time for a bit. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not that anymore. Uh, you know, since we've had a lot of huge Marvel movies and stuff, it has moved down to number thirty one currently. Oh my god, that's a lot. Um, but I, I mean, like, yeah, you know, not. A, uh, there's only so many movies that made over a billion dollars. So yeah. uh, it seems like they nailed it th- on this one as far as like, you know, adjusting what people thought of the second movie. Um, yeah, it
2: split the difference between it was second only to Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows part two domestic. And then it's Transformers Dark of the Moon. And then it's Twilight Breaking Down, Breaking Dawn part one. Yeah. Mm. And uh, Last five know. is six. Captain America is 10 this year. Dang.
1: It's like, uh, you know, you might be thinking to yourself after this movie, like, why did Michael Bay continue to make <laughs> two more sequels? And like, OK, well, maybe Money. that's why, because, yeah. it uh, you know, it was a crazy huge success. Like, you know, people think of the Transformers movies now as being like, you know, I don't know, is it is it going to suck or what? You know, but yeah, um, at the time it was like, you know, yeah, one of the biggest movies out there
2: giving the people what they want.
1: And that's why in 2014, we get Transformers Age of Extinction. Uh, like we hey. said, also Michael. Bay. I think we finally lose Shia, though, right? That's right. That's what I've heard. No more Shia. Mm. Got Mark Wahlberg instead. Ah. So, you know, is that a trade-up? I don't know. <laughs> it Not depends wait. on what so you wait. think.
4: How many more movies are there after this one?
1: Uh, There Four. are... Yeah, there, there's Adrian there's two last more, night,
2: Bumblebee, Rise yeah. of the Beast, two more Michael right? Bay. Can't
1: believe we have four more weeks of this, and then we have Bumblebee, we do. and then the new one. Uh, it's
3: oh, that's a lot.
4: It's a lot. Hey, this movie, know. this movie was hard work for me to watch. Yeah, I feel like mm. it was so long. Yeah. yeah, but I did it, and you're welcome. Thank you.
1: <laughs> well, you know, they just recently put out the runtime for the new one, and it's under two hours. You guys. what? Hell yes, it's under I two hours. Right Wow, okay. hallelujah. Might be great, who knows? You never know, you never know. But anyways, uh, thank you guys all for being here and thank you to Brendan for being here with us. I hope you had a good time. Oh dude, had a blast. Thank you so much <laughs> for having me. Heck yeah. Um, And we will be back next week, but before we say goodbye, uh, Elis, where can people reach out to us?
3: Yeah, email us your thoughts, sequelrights at gmail.com or find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook and YouTube at sequelrights.
2: And please rate and review us or follow us wherever you're listening. Uh, helps with people find the show. Even though I have to report, I, please don't unsubscribe when I have to tell you that Mark Wahlberg's character in the next movies, his name is Cade Yeager. <laughs> <laughs> please don't unsubscribe. Please don't
4: unsubscribe. <laughs> we didn't do it. It, it was. Like, it was. It was wasn't the screenwriter. Us, he decided. Wasn't us.
1: It. Oh, boy Proof that
4: AI has been writing scripts for. A lot longer than longer, we yeah. Yeah. that's right. <laughs>
1: oh, man. Yep. Uh, well, yeah, we will be back for some Dinobot action next oh. week uh, with Transformers Age of Extinction. We'll see you guys then. Have a good one.
0: Glass dismissed. You were standing in the wake of devastation
1: And you were
0: waiting on the edge of the cataclysm raining down insides crying save me now you were there impossibly